Have you ever tried to lose weight by counting points or calories? Did you ever think about the fact that your body doesn't know what a point is and that a calorie is literally just a unit of measurement? Specifically, a calorie is the amount of heat needed to raise the temperature of one gram of water by one degree Celsius. You know what your body also doesn't recognize? The nutritional impact of foods that have a red, yellow, or green label. Your body is not a stoplight and you are not trying to drive a car, right? You're trying to lose weight and keep it off and get healthy. So to do that, you have to learn how to fuel your body in a way that makes sense to it by keeping insulin low. Hi, I'm Dr. Morgan Nolte, geriatric physical therapist, weight loss coach, and passionate disease prevention expert. I used to struggle with emotional eating, sugar cravings, and consistency. Then I learned how to lose the mental and physical weight once and for all with a low insulin lifestyle. Each week on the Reshape Your Health podcast, you'll learn simple, actionable, step-by-step strategies to help you do the same. If you're ready to create a body and life you love, you're in the right place. Let's get started. This episode is going to share a powerful insulin resistance diet tip that actually works. Be sure to stay until the end because I'm going to tell you how you can get a step-by-step video tutorial to start implementing this tip right away. Have you ever tried to lose weight by counting points or calories? Did you ever think about the fact that your body doesn't know what a point is? And that a calorie is literally just a unit of measurement. Specifically, a calorie is the amount of heat needed to raise the temperature of one gram of water by one degree Celsius. You know what your body also doesn't recognize? The nutritional impact of foods that have a red, yellow, or green label. Your body is not a stoplight and you are not trying to drive a car, right? You're trying to lose weight and keep it off and get healthy. So to do that, you have to learn how to fuel your body in a way that makes sense to it by keeping insulin low. And the easiest way to understand what types of food and quantities of food your body needs to keep insulin low is by tracking macronutrients, not points or calories. Now, if you've never heard of macronutrients, don't worry, I'm gonna give you a great overview in this episode. If your weight loss program doesn't match the underlying cause of weight gain, it's not going to work long-term. Living a low insulin lifestyle is the simplest, most powerful way to lose weight and keep it off. It's also going to help increase your energy and reduce sugar cravings, as well as just improve your health. When how will this affect my insulin instead of how many points or calories does this have becomes your new litmus test for whether or not something will help you lose weight, it's going to become simpler. And calories or points mean nothing when it comes to insulin, but what your body does recognize is macronutrients. Insulin will respond differently based on the macronutrient composition of your food. Now the ratios of macros can vary widely based on a person's activity level and age and lean muscle mass, medical conditions and goals. But the point is to start understanding and tracking them on a regular basis. I like to say about five days a week. Now, if you're thinking I've tried tracking macros and calories and points and food in general, and I wasn't consistent with it, 
I have a ton of solutions for you inside my program to be more consistent. I teach you how to change your mindset and behavior so you can follow through on the actions that you need to take to get healthy. Because knowing what to do is not enough. You have to do it. But that is beyond the scope of this episode. If you struggle with consistency, that's usually a mindset block. These are 100% normal and really common. We all have mindset blocks we need to work through, myself included. And if you haven't already, go listen to last week's episode where I taught you how to do the clear exercise and use that exercise to reflect on why you struggle to be consistent with tracking your food or any other habit. Think about the moment in time where you said you were going to track your food and then didn't. And be really specific as you go through this exercise because the devil's in the details. Now, you might be in the camp that you truly don't want to track your food. Maybe it's just not something that's healthy for you mentally. You get a little obsessive over it or you consider yourself too lazy to do it, right? Either way, it's still so important that you understand nutrition and macronutrients so that you can make healthier food choices even if you choose not to track, which is okay. But for the record, research does show that tracking your food can take less than 15 minutes a day once you really get the hang of it and double or even triple your weight loss success. And that's just tracking food. Your efforts will be even more effective if you track macronutrients because that's the language that your body speaks. So just like any new habit, you're going to want to give it time and practice. It's going to feel like a pain at first, but if you work to make it part of your lifestyle and just something that you do, it'll feel a lot more doable. You know, one of my favorite sayings is what got you here won't get you there. And as humans, we have to continually grow and change and evolve. And as we know better, we can do better. So in this episode, you're going to learn what macronutrients are and why they are more valuable than calories or points to track for your weight loss and your health. Now, again, be sure to stay till the end because I'm going to tell you how you can get your hands on my absolutely free training videos that will show you how to calculate your own macro needs and get started tracking using the carb manager application. This is a brand new video series that I just made available now for free. So you don't want to miss out. I don't know how long it's going to be available. And if you're considering joining my program when enrollment opens later this year, this, these videos will give you a really good head start. If you're watching on YouTube, the new subscriber contest for July is quickly coming to a close. So to enter to win a special thank you and gift from me, simply subscribe to this channel and take a photo showing me that you did. Then email that photo to mnulty at weightlossforhealth.com and I'll enter you in the contest. So if you're listening to this episode on the podcast, I wanted to give you a heads up that I'll be walking through some screenshots and math today. So if you can visualize what I'm talking about, that's great. Um, but if you want to go back and rewatch parts of this episode on YouTube, you might find that helpful as well so that you can see the images. So what do I mean when I say macronutrients? Macronutrients are nutrients we need in larger quantities. There are three main categories carbohydrates, protein, and fat. Under each macronutrient umbrella, there are different types. Not all carbs, proteins, or fats are created equally. For example, under the carb umbrella, there are starches, sugars, and fiber. 
And even under those, there are different ones. So starches and sugars, especially when refined, like added sugar or white flour, spike your blood glucose. And insulin's job is to move blood glucose from your bloodstream into your cells. So a higher blood glucose will lead to a higher insulin. I go into far more depth in my online weight loss program, but I wanted to give you an overview here. Starches and sugars will cause the greatest insulin response, whereas fiber slows the digestion, so it has a negative response. Now, you 100% do not need to give up carbs to lose weight. I have so many carb hacks inside my program for how to reduce the glucose response of the carbs that you eat. That way you don't gain two pounds just for having some ice cream. Now, if macros are new to you, you may think that tracking them is going to be hard, but it's not at all because technology makes this very simple. So many of my members have gone most of their adult life eating all the fruit they wanted because it was free, right? But once they start using Carb Manager or another macros tracking app like MyFitnessPal, they realize that most fruit is just sugar, but there are some like berries that have a higher fiber ratio. So they start to slowly change their diet and eat less of the high sugar fruits like grapes, apples, and bananas, and more of the low sugar fruits like berries. For example, if you have 100 calories of fruit, those 100 calories will affect your blood glucose differently, depending on how much fiber is in the fruit. I looked up 100 calories of bananas and blackberries in the Carb Manager app and took a screenshot here. Both of them have similar total carbs, but if that's all you're looking at, you're not making the optimized decision. You'll wanna look at the net carbs. Net carbs are the total carbs minus the fiber. You guys remember fiber has a negative impact on blood glucose and insulin. When we do that, we can see one medium banana has 27 grams of total carbs minus three grams of fiber, so 24 net carbs. That means 24 carbs in the banana come from a starch or sugar. Conversely, when we look at one and three quarters of a cup of, blue, of blackberries, they have 24 net carbs, but a whopping 13 grams of fiber. For reference, women should aim for at least 25 grams of fiber a day. So 24 minus 13 is only 11 net carbs. 11 carbs are coming from starch or sugar. Therefore, the blackberries will have a lower impact on blood glucose and insulin compared to the banana. The 100 calories you eat of blackberries will help you lose weight more than the 100 calories from the banana because of how they impact insulin, your fat creation and storage hormone. Now, how food affects your insulin is important to learn because it indicates that you're keeping your blood sugar stable and preventing spikes. Because when your blood sugar spikes from high sugar and starch foods, it has to fall again. And that drop will lead to an energy crash and lower blood sugar, which triggers you to want to eat more carbs and the carb cycle is just gonna continue. So eating foods that keep blood glucose and insulin stable will help, but what also helps is to recognize that certain foods trigger your satiety hormones better than others. Your satiety hormones are the ones that keep you full. And again, I cover this in depth in my program, but this chart is as simple as it gets. Protein, fat, and fiber help trigger your satiety hormones. Starches and sugars do not. That's why we always have room for dessert, even after a big meal, because they really don't make us much fuller than what we already are. 
we are really going to hammer home why a calorie is not a calorie when it comes to losing weight. Think about if you were hungry and you ate one medium chicken breast. Now imagine that you're hungry and have three small chocolate chip cookies. They are both about 230 calories, but which imagined situation made you feel more full? Eating the chicken, right? I could eat 10 chocolate chip cookies and still not be full, and here's why. Here's the macronutrient breakdown. One medium chicken breast has zero grams of fiber, 42 grams of protein, and six grams of fat. When we add that up, 48 grams are coming from nutrients that trigger satiety, really all of the chicken breast. That's why it's called a nutrient dense food. Now let's compare that to the chocolate chip cookies. They have one gram of fiber, two grams of protein, and 12 grams of fat. That's only 15 grams of nutrients that will trigger satiety. The other 29 grams comes from the starch and sugar in the cookies, and those will not trigger satiety. Further, they will spike blood glucose and insulin. That's why cookies are not considered a nutrient-dense food. Now, that doesn't mean that I don't have cookies. I usually have them every week, but I really do try to be mindful of what else I'm having with them and when I'm having them and use those other carb hacks that I talk about. When it comes to how to eat to lose weight, so many women have just counted calories or points because they didn't know and understand a more effective long-term alternative. They've bought into one of the biggest weight loss myths that a calorie is a calorie. And that's false because if you, as you've just seen, different types of macronutrients affect insulin and satiety hormones differently. So when I'm coaching my members, I'm really focused on how are they fueling their bodies? Are they eating enough nutrients to stay full and fuel their muscles? Are they eating in a way that keeps insulin low? And unfortunately, you just can't rely on health food companies or packaging to do that work for you. You have to learn it. You have to know what's in your food and how that affects insulin. So many health foods are loaded with added sugar that will spike insulin. So I hope that you found this quick explanation of macronutrients helpful for lowering your insulin resistance. It really is one of the first steps I encourage my members to take. And if you're not already tracking macros, I encourage you to get started. Go into it expecting that it's gonna take a while to appreciate and enjoy, but that the long-term benefits far outweigh the small amount of time it takes to track or any inconvenience. You're much more likely to be mindful of the food that you're putting in your mouth and it helps hold you accountable and frankly just educates you about what's in your food. One of my members, after she started to track her food and her macros, joked that she was a walking carb because most of the food that she was eating was coming from carbs. And unfortunately, most women go most of their life significantly under eating protein. It's really important that we address that right away so that we can reduce that sarcopenia or muscle wasting that naturally occurs as we age. To help you take action on this really important information, I want you to, in the next 48 hours, go to weightlossforhealth.com forward slash macros so you can get those free training videos I, I mentioned earlier. They're only gonna take a few minutes to watch and get started, but without the training videos, the setup to start tracking macros can be a little tricky. 
Again, that's weightlossforhealth.com forward slash macros. And I say within the next 48 hours, cause I don't want you to forget about it. If you listen to this a week after it aired, it's still going to be there. Still go take action. So 48 hours from when you listen to this episode, I want you to go download those macros training videos, start learning about macros, start learning about what's in your food. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to leave a comment in, in YouTube, or if you want to connect on Instagram, I'm at Dr. Morgan Nolte. I always love hearing your biggest takeaways and I'll talk with you at the same time, same place next week. Bye for now.